With service second to none, Fury Brothers Lincoln of Iowa City has been earning the business of customers in Johnson County and the surrounding area since 2010. Fury Brothers Lincoln is a full-service dealership offering new Lincoln custom orders with a dedicated sales, service, and parts department. They are proud to be here for you. As a happy customer, the entire Deary staff was unbelievable to work with. They found the vehicles our family was looking for, and we will definitely be doing business with them in the future. Check out Deary Brothers Lincoln on Facebook and follow them on Twitter at Deary Bros. Hello and welcome to the Leave Your Legacy podcast. I'm your host, Kenyon Murray. On today's episode, we have a personal trainer, CrossFit guru, and owner of Zoark Athletics apparel company that actually carries Chris and Keegan's signature apparel, Connor White's. Welcome to the podcast, Connor. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing Thanks good. Thanks for having man. me. Appreciate Absolutely. It. Well, we've gotten to know each other a lot over the last year. Obviously, with Zoark and the partnership that you have with Chris and Keegan, uh, it's it's been great. I think it, you know, with the NIL thing, it was a great opportunity for Chris and Keegan to to get started in and to partner with someone that uh, I think is doing a lot for his community, the community of Iowa City. But you're a Dubuque native. So yes. tell us a little bit about growing up in Dubuque and really kind of how you got to this point. But I think it's always interesting to hear about people's upbringing and everything and you're an athlete so yeah tell us about growing up in Dubuque yeah so um like you mentioned grew up in Dubuque Iowa um and went to high school at Dubuque Senior High School and so as a kid um was into all sports uh sorts of different athletics um played you know a wide variety of sports as a young kid got into um wrestling, uh, soccer, basketball, football, track and field, kind of, you know, everything, just yeah. trying, you know, um, kind of getting my feet wet in, in everything. Um, uh, the first sport I really kind of got into a lot was um, wrestling mm-hmm. as a young kid. Um, it's kind of in my family. Uh, uh, my cousin um, was a wrestler here at the University of Iowa um, and won a national championship. And, Who's uh, that? Cliff Moore. Okay. Um, okay. And so his, his uh, mom is my uh, godmother okay. and, uh, my dad's sister. And so, um, my dad really, you know, got me into that sport as a young kid. And, um, I liked it and, and everything, but I kind of, I think I got burnt out to yeah. an extent, um, probably by the third, fourth grade. Okay. Um, so I was <laughs> like, all right, I'm like, <laughs> I was like, you know, I was, cause I mean, you're doing that, you're going every weekend and, um, you know, doing all the different clinics and everything. And, um, but I think the one thing that, that, uh, doesn't necessarily kind of, um, fit my body type necessarily, but I found basketball, right. Uh, around the, you know, around that third grade is when I really started playing basketball. And I think that's what made me want to make that switch because they're in the same season, right. Right. um, you know, during that, um, winter time. And so really kind of, found a passion for basketball and um so basketball and football were kind of my main focuses up in up until high school and then I really um really wanted to to play basketball more and more and so I just kept playing um like I mentioned went to to Dubuque Senior so um and then from there played one season at Loris okay um okay and so but you know kind of wanted to focus more on academics and, and found my passion in, in strength and conditioning. And, you know, as a kid, like I was, like I mentioned, doing all those different sports and, and wanting to, um, become a better athlete. Mm -hmm. 
and I was trying to figure out kind of how to do that. And, um, because I didn't necessarily have the guidance from a, from a, um, strength and conditioning standpoint or from a nutrition standpoint, or even understanding the importance of sleep and recovery and all of that. So I was kind of like the, up until probably, you know, freshman year, I was like kind of like a chubby, you know, little kid, like with the baby fat trying yeah. to like play these sports. And so I was like skilled because I would play all the time, practice all the time. But it, my athleticism was what I really wanted to um, kind of focus on becoming better at. And so that's where my passion for strength and conditioning came in. And so. Yeah, that's awesome because I know you, you got a degree in health and human physiology. Yep. Um, and I know you've been, been training. So after you, after you got your degree and everything, like what was that process? Did you go right into personal training or was there, or you did, did you do some other things? Because I think what's interesting is, especially when we'll get into it with Zoark, like there's that connection of individual personal training and then you have the athletic apparel side. So, so yeah, once you got your degree, like what, what was life like after, after college? Yeah. So, um, I mean, even just kind of leading into um, when I graduated, I first got my first um, uh, certification in strength and conditioning uh, around 2013. Okay. Um, so I would have been about a, a sophomore or junior. It was my between my sophomore and junior year of college. Okay. Um, and so that's kind of where I started doing personal training, group classes, um, coaching, all of that. And then um, at that time when I transferred to the university of Iowa, um, that was my junior year. And, um, I was taking a class in, um, for my major, but it was for, um, specifically kind of geared towards training athletes. Okay. And it was with one of the strength and conditioning coaches here, um, on staff. And he kind of became a mentor of mine. And, um, through that process, um, I did an internship with the university of Iowa, um, strength and conditioning department. And, um, so kind of got into the strength and conditioning aspect of being able to see the different athletes work, you know, um, that's a whole, um, pretty much every sport is in there, um, inside of Carver training, um, from soccer, basketball, baseball, track and field, um, kind of got my feet wet into, into that and, um, did a student practicum with the, um, strength and conditioning department for the football team as well. Okay. So kind of got exposure to pretty much, you know, every sport besides wrestling. Uh, they kind of, <laughs> you know, do their own thing. And, yeah. um, but so that was kind of where I really found a passion more and more and more for, um, becoming optimizing, um, the physical performance on right. the athlete side, you know, all the different aspects that go into the training, um, from there. And so then I graduated, um, and kind of the plan was, I would, I'd always been focusing on pursuing, uh, another degree after, um, the bachelor's degree. So, um, I kind of wanted to get into physical therapy. Right. And so the plan then was to go into physical therapy, um, took a year off from school, uh, and kind of started doing my own thing with, um, training from a from the personal training mm-hmm. standpoint of doing individual training kind of doing my own thing but then also at the same time continued my connection there with uh the strength and conditioning uh department um at Iowa and then through that 
really, um, you know, continued to build my passion through that and um, got into physical therapy school back in Dubuque. And so from um, physical therapy school, I, I kind of, during, actually during that year is when I came up with the idea for Zoark. Gotcha. Gotcha. So it was like kind of a year of like soul searching mm-hmm. type of thing mm-hmm. where I was like, you know, what do I want to do? What's my passion? How do I want to, you know, really kind of dive into this? And with the plan, having been applying for, for physical therapy school, getting accepted, I was like, all right, I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to pursue this. And then when I got there, um, the, uh, AD for, uh, this was at Clark university Mm -hmm. and, uh, the AD there was like, Hey, we want to, um, open the opportunity for you to coach the, um, on the strength and conditioning side for our athletes, the basketball team, the men's basketball team, um, women's soccer and, uh, cross country and some of the other, um, athletes and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And so, um, I was doing that, um, doing the personal training, kind of already had, Zoark had already kind of started a little bit, and, you know, with all of that going on, I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta choose, you know, because yeah. things are starting to build with right, Zoark right. and, and stuff like that, so I was like, all right, um, I kind of wanted to um, pursue Zoark, and, and so haven't looked back since then. Yeah, no, it's the the one thing that's interesting is like, first of all, let's be honest. I'm I'm being honest. Like I didn't know what Zoark was until, you know, Keegan came to me and was like, Hey, Dad, I might have this NIL opportunity and obviously you start doing a little bit of research on things and you know, I always ask about like the motivation in doing things and, and you've talked a little bit about it and but with Zoark, the name is pretty unique in what it means and so you've peppered in that you started Zoark, but I want our listeners and viewers to know like what Zoark means. Uh, and then what was the motivation of starting it? Did you want to, did you start Zoark as just, this is going to be my fitness, you know, my personal training company, or did you start it because you wanted to have a fitness apparel co- uh, company? And so those are a couple of things that I think would be really unique for everyone to hear is just what Zoark means and what was the motivation for starting it? Yeah, so first, um, kind of my first branch off into into doing my own thing with my own fitness company, um, it was actually going to be called just like Connor White's Fitness, <laughs> okay. you know, like, yeah, and yeah. I was just training people <laughs> and stuff like that. And like the apparel side didn't really come in right away right. necessarily. And I was thinking, you know, I want to be able to create something that is bigger than myself. Um, that's kind of reaches more people mm-hmm. and can make a bigger impact. And I knew like, for me, I can't just do that by myself. Right. And so I was like, okay, what are my passions? My passions are, um, health, fitness, athletic performance and positivity, you right. know, the positive psychology side of things. And, um, and so I built a brand around that, those kind of core values and wanted to create something that can, um, you know, bring different athletes, like you mentioned, you know, Keegan and Chris and, um, you know, a a variety of different athletes over the years have, have, um, you know, represented the brand. And I want to create something that 
then gives them the platform and gives them the opportunity to have that positive impact, whichever direction that they want to go. Right. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's created something that, like I said, I want it to be bigger than myself and that can give back to, um, the youth around right. and to the community and, and create a lasting impact that could hopefully, you know, one day when I, you know, am not no longer here, yeah, right. that it could continue potentially to, you know, help serve to, um, different people. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been an, it's been a incredible ride for sure. Yeah, no, I think it's, it's unique. You know, we call this the leave your legacy podcast because everyone is leaving something. They're passing something on, whether it's positive or negative. And that's uh, one of the things that I feel a lot of people are really coming out of COVID have really started to kind of like soul search. And even though this started before COVID, but it's still one of those things like people are starting to do a lot more. Okay. What, what's, what's the impact am I having? Who am I influencing? This is more than just about material things that I collect and things like that. So I think it's so cool that as a, as a, and I'm going to call you a young person have thought about like what you want to leave behind, what, what your legacy is, but Uniquely, you've been able to work with a lot of University of Iowa athletes. And so, um, and we'll talk about the, the Stead Family Children's Hospital as well, but who are some of the athletes that you started out working with? And then I know you're working with Chris and Keegan, but are there any athletes that you have that in the future that you're looking at partnering with as well? Yeah. Um, so the first kind of when I was in that um, phase between – going from just strictly training to going into the, like the, the apparel side mm-hmm. and building the apparel brand, um, uh, athlete, uh, Marvin McNutt, okay. uh, former, uh, Iowa athlete. He was very, um, and has continued to support the brand, um, you know, to this day. And, um, so he was one of the first, one of the, a few of the athletes that, you know, had been, uh, training kind of with me, um, were Anthony Clemens. Yep. Um, and then, uh, Peter Jock started working with the brand and Aaron White started, uh, and they were like, Hey, we, we want to just support you and wear, you know, the, the shirt. I would just kind of like give them a t-shirt. Yeah. I didn't understand necessarily the marketing and how powerful that is. Right. Right. And it's like, okay, then, you know, they start posting on social media or things like that. And then you go and, and you kind of realize that, different individuals that you don't even know, like people would just kind of come up to me <laughs> and be like, Hey, um, and then this happened. I mean, even, uh, you know, re- very recently with, um, I was just, uh, out on Melrose before, a, before a football game and somebody walked up to me and pointed to the logo on my shirt. And, yeah. they, and then he said, Hey, something about Kenyon Murray yeah, yeah, yeah. was like related, uh, uh, you know, it's, there's the connection there. So yeah. it's like, and I had never seen this guy before, you yeah, know, and yeah. I was like, you know, and he said like, thank you so much for what you're doing. And so you don't even understand, like, I don't even understand the impact right. that it's, it's making. And so I'm just grateful for the opportunity. And so, yeah, I just, um, like you mentioned, a lot of different athletes have, have represented it. And that's like I mentioned, that's the big port, part for me is that I want to create something for them, the athletes that will kind of help their legacy yeah. as well yep. of however they want to 
whichever direction that they kind of want to go and um and it's grown into the personal um uh kind of lines and that's become a, its own thing yeah you yeah, know with the sure. different uh <laughs> stores that carry it and stuff like that and um doing the different events having yeah. um and seeing the impact that that makes having you know the kids come out and and all the fans are, are you know having a great time and um yeah the like, shields thing was wild yeah that was, <laughs> that, I, it that was, was wild <laughs> like i did not expect it to be i mean you like your biggest hope is that it's going to be like just packed and we walk in there and it's the line is going around every yeah. single place you can even look. It's like a huge line and they had to cut, you know, yeah. it's it, just, it yeah. was crazy. Yeah. But that, but that's the thing. Like you, you talk about the impact, right? And I think NIL came along at the right time for not only the university of Iowa athletes and obviously Chris and Keegan, but for you as well to be able to kind of, one, like you were kind of thrust into this whole marketing thing. Like, how do we, you know, how do we do this? And you and I have worked so collaboratively on what we've done with Chris and Keegan. And that's been fun. But, you know, we're, we're referencing the, the Shields event. So we had a signing with, with Chris and Keegan. And I think it was, what, from one to four? We were yeah. going to do it. was like yep. a three-hour span. Mm-hmm. I literally had people, We, I mean, we had people messaging us coming from like Minnesota, like driving four hours to stand in line. And they were lining up. I mean, what early it was like between eight and nine, maybe 10 o'clock. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And the line was out the door and it was crazy. So, so I asked this, like, what did that feel like for you when you walk in and, and granted it's Chris and Keegan that are the, are the marquee names, but then it's like they're buying Zoark stuff and they're ordering all this stuff. Like, what did that feel like for you? as the owner uh, and collaborator to see all these people show up at Shields. Yeah. I mean, it, it it's an incredible you know, feeling um, just to see the support that's mm-hmm. been able to be created through the community. So many people um, want to support Chris and Keegan and, um, and they want to, you know, meet them. And, and, and I think the impact also is that like, when we're at a, at uh, the games, yeah. like, and you just kind of look around and you see the different fans that are wearing the merchandise. It's almost like I have to kind of like take a step back. Yeah. And, and it was like the same thing. It's like, I got to kind of like soak that in. And I'm kind of a person that's very um, like, I'll, I'll kind of, try to do that in the moment mm-hmm. and try to be as present as possible, you know, not necessarily trying to think about what, you know, what can we do uh, in the future? Having a bunch of different things kind of going on. I try to like really uh, enjoy that. And um, yeah, like you said, it was a really cool experience. Yeah, it was. But I think the best part about what you do is because when the NIL popped up, Chris and Keegan really didn't want to do it. I mean, it was one of those things where like, you know, we don't want to go out and, we don't need the money kind of thing. Um, and we talked to them about like what the platform of NIL would be, allow them to do. And that would be to help raise awareness and, and money for different organizations. And obviously you're partnered with uh, the Stead Family Children's Hospital. That's where proceeds from Keegan's line will go to there. Uh, Chris's line proceeds will go to Special Olympics uh, of Eastern Iowa. So how did you get hooked up with, and 
I got to tell you, we saw Camden at a volleyball game. Yeah. Uh, McKenna's volleyball game it was really, really cool. We took in, took pictures and everything, but I know we can get into Camden and her family, but how did you get connected with uh, the Stead Family Children's Hospital through Zoart? Yeah, so um, I wanted to kind of when I started the apparel side, um, I wanted every kind of piece of apparel to have some sort of a message to it. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you know, as it's kind of become more and, you know, bigger, you have those uh, items or things that just kind of say like Zoark, just mm-hmm. like kind of have the logo. But now that that has a meaning to it, um, what a lot of people don't necessarily know is that um, the word Zoark means maintaining life. And so that, um, you know, can take on a meaning of its own and, mm-hmm. and kind of represent kind of uh, a variety of different uh, meanings, but um, that really spoke to me. And that's why I, you know, wanted to pursue that. And so every um, different apparel item that we do, I try to have some sort of a meaning tied into it. Mm. Um, Mm. And so, um, you know, doing different things for different causes and, and trying to give back as much as possible. You know, when I started it out, started with like $200 on (laughs) t-shirts like in my parents basement type thing and just from there um, it was never about selling apparel like this is it's kind of deeper than that like I didn't say oh like hey this is a cool t-shirt like let's just sell a bunch of t-shirts that's not that was never you know um, it was what's the deeper meaning behind it what's the impact that Mm -hmm. we can leave and um, so through that, creating different um, initiatives, raising money for different um, causes. And so one, um, as you mentioned, that we've connected with has mm-hmm. been um, the Children's Hospital. And that's been um, that's been really amazing just in terms of, like you mentioned, getting to uh, connect with Camden and mm-hmm. um, the different kids and trying to help, you know, them with whatever we can do. So, um, you know, over the years, we've done different events where, um, like we'll have Camden come out and, yeah. um, <laughs> she's awesome. you know, meeting the fans and she's like a celebrity, yeah. you know, herself signing those, you know, and, uh, you made you made a joke at the, uh, Shields event. You're like, man, you're gonna have to start paying Camden now. <laughs> yeah, and I was seriously. like, yeah, we got to get her on a contract. And so, uh, yeah, that's, it's been great. I mean, I mean, even, um, like with the Dubuque fighting saints, um, hockey team, um, we went out and uh, I was able to push Camden out on the ice and she was able to do the po- uh, puck drop. Oh, and, sweet. Um, just stuff like that. I mean, it's, it's bigger than, um, it, it's bigger than just like the brand. It's, it's what, what's outside of that. And I don't think a lot of brands necessarily kind of have that uh, view towards how they approach things. And so that's a big thing that I try to take pride in is um, just approach, uh, try to approach things in, in, um, a way of what's the impact, Yeah, you know? Yeah, so. no, it, it, it is great. And I think, you know, everybody, and which is great, they talk about the wave, you know, after the end of the first quarter, like that's fantastic. But there's little things like that, like, you know, your Zoark has has a great relationship with the Children's Hospital um, and it's created a great relationship for Keegan in that respect and, and obviously Chris, who has – you know, made the decision that his proceeds will go to Eastern Iowa Special Olympics because of his connection with Miles Shekel, who is the cousin of his girlfriend. So, like, there's all these connections, but Zoark is is connecting with so many different 
good causes and helping so many people, I think that's what leaving a legacy is all about. It's not necessarily about the things that you do, but it's about the imprint that you leave on people. Um, like you said, just making a difference. And even if that difference is just with one person, like it, it's worth it, right? It's, it's really worth it. So what does the future look like, like for Zoark? I know you and I have discussed some different projects that are going on, but well, you know, what's in the near future for Zoark right now as you look to continue to do different things in the community, but also build the brand and, and, and obviously work with different athletes. So, so what's the plans for you? Yeah. So, um, I think a lot of it, as you mentioned, kind of working with, um, you know, different athletes, um, want to, want to build on that. Um, I think that that's really created a, a great opportunity mm-hmm. for, um, not only the athletes, but also for the brand, like you mentioned. And, um, I think that, <clears throat> that, that is a great, um, place to really focus on, um, with the brand is, is, and then bringing, like, I kind of want to build that in a, in a slow, mm-hmm. you know, don't want to, um, necessarily have like hundreds of different athletes out there. <clears throat> Sorry, I've got, <laughs> uh, but I don't want to have like necessarily like a hundred different athletes out there that are like wearing the, the gear, but, um, but just have it where it's like, okay, these, let's just say 10 mm-hmm. athletes really have their focus on what they want to do with the brand. It's like, why, you know, why do, do these specific athletes want to um, represent the brand and what do they want to do? How, you know, and so that's, for me, it's, it's how can I help them right. build their brand in a sense? Yeah, no, I, I think, uh, I, and you've kind of danced around this and I, hopefully I'm not putting you on spot. But one of the projects that I'm excited about is the comic book that you have coming out. And so I know it's it's pretty unique in the fact that you take these athletes who are already viewed by some kids as like superhuman, super, you know, superheroes, but you're actually giving them a, a platform to become superheroes. So, you know, without giving up too much, um, kind of where are you with the with the comic book as far as like when we when will we see like the first issue of this Zoar comic book that's coming out yeah so um we kind of put in uh we put in quite a bit of work on the on a comic book um over the past few years and um it's something that i never really thought i would do yeah. um it's not something that um you know, an avenue that I even really expected taking place. Um, but uh, a gentleman by the name of Ron Avery, mm-hmm. um, who, you know, uh, he uh, reached out to me a few years ago and said, hey, um, I've been following, you know, Zoark and what you've been doing. And um, I've got something that I want to run by you um, for an idea. Um, and so we kind of met and he had mentioned uh, the possibility of collaborating on uh, a book. And so at first I was, you know, I kind of thought it over. I was like, <laughs> I, I don't know if, you know, if it's the right time or, right. Um, and the more and more I thought about it, actually someone who kind of has inspired me quite a bit uh, over the years has been Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I followed him, like he was my favorite player as a kid. And so he impacted me on, on that level of like watching his game and stuff like that. But his mentality Mm -hmm. 
is, is different than anybody else, I think, you know, on the planet. And so being able to then study his mindset and just, I've listened to like every single interview that he's ever done. I feel yeah. like, um, just trying to take bits and pieces of, of kind of that. And one thing that he was actually, um, really focused on pursuing was, um, a book series. Mm-hmm. And so he was trying to leave his legacy, uh, by creating content mm-hmm. through books and through, you know, different media, um, that would help the youth and kind of teach the youth different lessons and, and give back in that way. Because, you know, um, he said, you know, like your impact is if you have a positive impact on one person, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. and they have a positive impact on another person and then another person, that's how your legacy can kind of just go on forever. Yep. And um, I listened to an interview where he was talking about his his book series and I, that inspired me and I was like, all right, we're doing it. Yeah. And so, um, so from that day on, then we kind of put things into motion, got different athletes, uh, signed on. And so it's going to be, um, uh, Keegan and Chris are going to be part of the book. And then, um, we've also got Micah Hyde, um, Megan Gustafson, uh, Christian Kirksey and Anthony Hitchens, um, are going to be the athletes that will be involved with this first book and then we're looking at doing you know a series and so um i know this is like a long-winded answer (laughs) like your question uh but so you know then over the years we've got everything kind of lined up from you know the writing aspect we've got different um illustrations of what we want um you know from the athlete standpoint of how we want these different illustrations to look. And so we've got now to the point where we started out, we're like, Oh, we're just going to do like a short 30 page. Thing. Yeah. 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 So now it's like a hundred page. I <laughs> <laughs> had to break it up into like, okay, right. Into yeah, like yeah. issues or yeah, something. Volume but, one, volume right. two. Yeah, for sure. So, but we've got a, like a hundred page thing now laid out of, gotcha. of, um, you know, we've got kind of like the words and, and um, what pictures are going to go in. And we've really tried to get into the very small details of um, that's something that for me, I'm like a very super like detail oriented, like this little thing, that little thing yeah, where yeah. it's like, OK, now we've got it to the point where we're getting really close. So I can at least say coming soon. Yeah, yeah <laughs> type for of sure. thing. But for we sure. don't we don't have a date. Um, set or anything like that. Yeah. Okay. No, I think it's, it's going to be fun. I think it's really interesting uh, to do something like that because of what I said earlier is how, especially kids, look up to athletes and you really make an impact. That was one of the things with Chris and Keegan. I, I said from the day they committed to Iowa was like becoming a Hawkeye, you become something different to the, to the fans, whether they're adult fans or, or youth fans. Like, and it's a responsibility, and I think this is a great way of kind of taking that and uh, giving it, I don't know, I mean, some panache. And, and, you know, yeah, like you have these great athletes that performed at Iowa, and now you put them in the superhero role. I think it's it's really cool. And I can't wait for the, the series to come out and, and to be able to, to share that with other people. All right, so, you, you know, you've talked about legacy and what you want to do. Like, have you thought about, what legacy the word legacy means 
to you? Yeah, I think um, the word legacy, what it means to me is what it's, it's what impact that you can have um, on, like you mentioned, the, 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 maybe it's like the kids that look up to you or even, you know, a friend of yours or a family member, or I think it's, how did you, how did you make that person feel? How mm-hmm. did that person, um, kind of what, what were you able to do to, um, help someone else, whether it's achieve their goals or just in any way. And then maybe they take something from that and then they're in turn able to give back in a way to the next generation and the next, and then it kind of lives on yeah. through that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, okay. So with all my guests, I do rapid fire questions at the end. All right. So I've got three for you. All right. First one, what is the last series that you binged on? Um, so I'm not a, I'm not a big like series, like watching series really. Yeah. Um, but one show I'd say is the office. Um, oh. <laughs> just cause it's like, for me, I'm like, if I'm going to sit down and watch it, I don't want to have to really think yeah. and I can like, and I can just like be on my phone half the time and look up and get a laugh yeah. or something, you yeah. know? Cause you know, what's coming. Right. Dude, I fall, I fall asleep to the office. Dude, I love, I love that show. Yeah. All right. Number two. What if you, if you had a lifetime supply of one thing, what would it be? Um, I was thinking about this earlier and I don't want to go like with a deep answer. So I'm just going to go with, uh, coffee, coffee. Okay. All right. Cold, cold brew. It's gotta be cold brew. And I was like, people that know me right now, they always see me with Mm -hmm. it, but I was actually, I didn't start drinking coffee until I was like 23. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Michelle got me into it. (laughs) I still don't do the cold brew stuff. Like, yeah, most of it's hot for me. All right. Third one. What is your favorite season and why? Um, favorite season, I would say favorite, like my favorite weather in general is like seventies and sunny and Mm -hmm. just, um, and so really if I had to choose one, I'd probably say spring. Okay. Um, spring, just the weather starts getting a little bit warmer and can be outside and enjoying it that way. Fresh air. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a fall guy cause I like wearing sweaters and stuff like that. So, but I love that. So, all right. So thanks for joining us. Today, I want to leave you with a quote from American theologian Leonard Sweet. What you do is your history. What you set in motion is your legacy. A big thank you to Connor Whites for joining us today. Please go to the Talk About Network on YouTube, subscribe, give us a like, and hit that notification button so you know when a new episode drops. You can find this podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Kenya Murray. Until next time. This podcast is sponsored by Storyline Multimedia. Storyline is an Iowa City-based media company that specializes in creating high-quality video, photo, and audio productions for local businesses. Not only that, but they also produce a number of podcasts, including this one. So if you're interested in sharing the story of your business with the world, contact them today by visiting StorylineMultimedia.com. And remember, your story matters.